Welcome to Sare Nutritional Therapy. I'm your host, T.L. Matthew. I'm the founder of Some Foods, the maker of Some Sweet, and also a nutritional therapist. On this broadcast, we talk about health news and information as it applies to your everyday life. Go ahead and give us, give us a thumbs up if you like this kind of content. Yes, that means like the video. And we want to hear from you. So comment if you have something that you want to share with us and subscribe to all of our social medias. And now on to the broadcast. Yeah, I see it now, but it's for me to like download from for something else. Well, hello, 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 hello. <laughs> I don't think my mic was muted. Hello, hello, hello. How are we doing today? I hope you all can hear me just fine. Well, as usual, you know I'm I'm getting used to these systems. My hair is lopsided here. So I don't know what the fluffy side is. But anyway, so I'm as you know, I'm getting used to these systems. So I have my, my phone here. So I am going to get our, our guest on while this system is trying to tell her to download something. And remember, I told you guys yesterday that it seemed like we were, we were running into some, they were having some technical difficulties. And so it's trying to get her to download something that I don't think she probably really needs to actually download. But what we're going to do is gonna just do a little bit of housekeeping here so you know who I am Teresa T.L. Matthew the founder of Some Foods the maker of Some Sweet and what um what we're um we're got, we have a special guest that's going to join us today we will be um discussing um she's in a featured author and integrative nutrition health coach but um just to start out the broadcast like we usually do just want to give credit to Some Foods the maker of Some Sweet and I'm gonna share the screen there with it. And let me clear myself off and get it up there nice and big for you to see it. Now, you know, I ought to have a, I ought to have a contest with you guys. If we go back and look at this week's podcast, this week's, if you go back and listen to this week's podcast or go back and listen or watch this week's broadcast, whichever one you do, if you're looking at the video or the audio and um, tell me, what 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 I did different, but if you want to get a hold of this sweetener, you can go over to the web, website that is s u m s w e e t dot com. Go to sumsweet.com and you can get a hold of the most fantastic, most spectacular sweetener that there is on the market. Yes, indeedy, you can get a hold of that. And I just want to make us aware that this month is Diabetes Awareness Month. And with that being said, we have a little bit of some information that I want to share with you with regard to that. But before um, we get before we go too much further, again, I want to, I am a nutritional therapist and the, I no longer practice. And that's why I want to give voice to all of those who are practicing so you guys can know where to go. You you good people can know where to go and know who to um, and 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 be able to uh, find the uh, great help, great assistance. We'll take this down off the screen here. I, I do see that um, that we are we're we're getting close there with we're getting close with the technical stuff. So if you guys. Um, so if y'all just give me a moment, just bear with me, bear with me, because you know I said, <laughs> that's why I go live, because if I had to record this and see all the stuff I would have to remove, and you guys would not just be able to have all these good laughs that you get to have, you know, and uh, humor is good medicine, in case you didn't know, you know, it does help to relieve some stress, help you lower your cortisol levels a little bit, and in that case, it's going to help you burn a little bit of fat, so look at there, so look look at the good 
deed that's going on here today. All right. So I am going to, I'm going to take a little bit of a break, share some, uh, bring up some um, announcements here. And then when we come back, hopefully um, everything will be cleared out and our guests will be joining us. So I'll be back in just a brief moment after these announcements. A change in diet and nutrition as a means of controlling and managing the blood glucose levels in the body is important for diabetic individuals. Also making wise choices regarding the foods you eat. It simply means that a well-planned and beneficial diabetic diet regime is one that involves limiting the intake of sweets and sugars, and that's where Some Sweet Plus can help. It can help you ensure that your sweet treats don't disturb your general carbohydrate count. Make and enjoy your sweet treats with Some Sweet Plus. Acquiring diabetes simply indicates that you should put an end to the consumption of sweets. Even though diabetics are prevented from eating sweets, experts agree that occasional intake of sweets will do no harm. The major concern is in ensuring that sweets are taken in controlled quantities, and that's where Some Sweet Plus can help you ensure your sweet treats don't disturb your general carbohydrate count. Make and enjoy your treats with Some Sweet Plus. All right, all right, all right. Yes, we're getting very close, everyone. We're getting very, very close. Um, so yeah, so with just a little bit, did you did you did you like those little ads? Did you like those? Yes. I try. I try. Okay. So without further ado, um, we're gonna jump right into the conversation because I, I don't want to take up as too much time. So I believe that. Our special guest is there on the uh, is there with us. Tiffany, can you hear me? Yes, I can. There you go. All right. Yay! We did it, you guys. We did it. <laughs> we did it. We have a guest on the screen with me today. So welcome, Tiffany. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here and I can't wait to dive into all of the good stuff. Yes, yes, yes. So go ahead and tell the people about you. Tell them, you know, give them a little bit of your background and what it is that you do. We'll be talking about your practice and things like that and how you help folks to get better. Sure. So my name is Tiffany Manbode. I am a published author of two books and I'm also an integrated nutrition health coach. So I help individuals I guide them towards achieving their health and wellness goals, but mostly where my specialty is that I help women, you know, boss babes, female entrepreneurs, I help them to heal their relationship with food and stress so they can step into their power and just be in their highest self and vibrant energy that will translate into other areas of their life, like their relationships, their career, just anyone they come in contact with, they're going to be radiating this energy and impacting people in a positive manner. So that is the magic that I bring to this world and how I got into it, actually. I used to work at a place, an acupuncture clinic, and that is where I started learning about alternative healing and stuff. And I became mm -hmm. very curious and I thought I wanted to study Ayurveda initially. And so in my Google searches, this school called IIN, the Integrative Institute for Nutrition, kept popping up. So I was like, hmm, I wonder what they've got there. So I took a look at their curriculum. It was very comprehensive. There was stuff not just on nutrition, but there was stuff on anger management and meditation. And when we talk about holistic health, mm -hmm. you know, we talk about the three disciplines, three elements, so mind, body and spirit because they yes. all share a harmony when they are in sync. If one part of the equation is out of balance, the other parts will be affected too. Right, right. Fantastic. So you mentioned Ayurvedic. So can you tell us a little bit about what that is? Yeah. So Ayurveda is one of Ayurveda. the ancient okay. healing systems that dates back to India. So there's two, there's traditional Chinese medicine and there mm -hmm. is Ayurveda. Um, so Ayurveda stems from India and in Ayurveda, there is three doshas, like they're different types 
Mm -hmm. So there is Vata, which is air, you know, someone there to have a very light personality. They're bubbly. They like interacting. And then there is the Kapha kind of person. And that type, that dosha, you know, they're more likely to hold weight onto their bodies. And um, the energy might be a little stagnant. So they might need to do a different kind of exercise as opposed to another type of dosha. And then there is the pitta. So pitta means like fire. And, you know, this kind of person, sometimes they might get angry easily. And Mm -hmm. um, they just need to learn how to relax and stuff like that. So depending, you know, the dosha types, they they have a lot of things where you might be in balance or out of balance. And then you can use that information to know how to get yourself back into balance. And so with that you you how do you practice how do you do your practice you with that you know with you pull that into the way that you treat people or or how does that go yes so um with my coaching practice you know it being holistic Mm -hmm. the approach that i use is very individualized based on the person so no two people are the same they have they're gonna have different needs you know their their body systems they operate a little bit differently so for example like like you can eat peanuts or i might be allergic to peanuts you know Right. So it, it's the same thing. Everyone has to be mindful of what they're putting into their body and the things that they're doing to achieve their own harmony, if you want to right. call it that. Right. And right. so it's very individualized and it's based on their needs. So usually during a consultation that I have with them at the beginning, you know, based on the consultation, when I have their health history, So I can look at, you know, what they were eating in their childhood compared to what they're eating now and kind of get an idea to see if if it improved, if it didn't improve. And Mm -hmm. all the while I maintain no judgment, you know, it's non-judgmental, supportive, because my role is not to like tell people what to eat. It's to Mm -hmm. cultivate this kind of awareness that they have conscious choice and to ask them the right questions. Mm-hmm. To elicit responses that really makes them think, do I want to continue making the choices that I've made all along? Or do I want to change the choice to chart mm-hmm. a new path? Right, right. So by the time someone comes to you, they're they're want they're probably wanting to chart that new path, right? Yeah. 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 And you know, when when it comes to change change it's tough and it's challenging yeah if you've been doing something for like five years and it's not mm-hmm. working it's time you know it's time and mentally you have to make that mental shift you right. have to be ready and tell yourself mentally i am i'm tired of this crap you know right right and once you right. reach that point then you can begin to transform your mindset first because mindset is the basis of every single thing we do it all starts in the mind and then the body Mm -hmm. follows right right so like i had one of those i had one of those those mental shifts for myself was you know it's like when looking around and it's like that's what caused me to be like okay i have been shifting for a while it was like saying i need to quit sugar you know it's like or or, or asking myself the main question why am i bigger than everybody else in my house you know i'm bigger than my child Mm -hmm. who eats and everybody eats way more than me what's going on with me and that started me to thinking, 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 you know, it's like, okay, I got to do something, but what, what can I do? Yeah. And so do you find that you find your people, the people that come to you, they have things like that too? Yeah, it's a bit similar. And like you started by asking yourself those questions. So inquiry is where it starts too. Sometimes I think the, the clients that approach me, you know, they're just tired of, of being in the cycle of just, eating a set of sugar and they're not feeling vibrant in their body you know so it it does get to the point where they're tired of what they've been doing and they just want to feel different they right they want to feel better in their body and their mind more absolutely <laughs> uh, yeah we want to be fabulous okay people we want to be fabulous yes. <laughs> and uh eating sugar doesn't get your fabulousness it doesn't does it <laughs> yeah i mean a lot of people think that fat is the enemy, but really, it's kind of like that. sugar. 
sugar <laughs> is what we need to be worried about. Not the fat. <laughs> like fat it's insulates our organs, but sugar can do some major, wreak some major havoc in the body. Like inflammation and yes. <laughs> just like calcifies the, pine the pineal gland, which links to your intuition. There's, Say that again. It, it calcifies what? I hadn't caught so, that one though. So sugar, um, it calcifies the pineal gland. Okay. And when that happens, your pineal gland connects to your intuition. You, you know, when you have like those gut feelings or you, you just have this knowing, okay. you know things, yeah. but you don't know how, you just mm -hmm. know. So mm -hmm. that is where your intuition comes in. And so when you have a lot of sugar in your diet, it kind of blocks you and separates you from that connection with yourself. Okay. Wow. Okay, so that's so. See, I learned something new today because I never, I never really thought about that. I know I, I say the gut brain connection, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know their gut that's health true. and all of that. But yeah, mm -hmm. but like there's something else there that sugar is affecting, and and calcifying. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. What else have you discovered in your studies that how um, sugar has negative effects on the body? What other things can you share with us? So it really, like you just mentioned with the gut, with the gut brain connection, you know, whatever we're feeding our microbes mm -hmm. can affect our moods. So for example, if you have leaky gut, that means that stuff, it's getting out into the bloodstream now and it's going all over the body and that can affect you mentally and how you're feeling. So if you're eating sugar, it's feeding the sugar microbes in the gut. And think of it, if, if all of these like bad guys start to take over, right. what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen to the microbes, like the good guys in your, your stomach that right. actually help you like, you know, fight infection and, and all of that stuff? Yeah, yeah. So when it, so so you said leaky gut. So, yeah, because like I know I when and during my studies, I mean, that that's more like going like over there into the to the medical stuff and all that. But yeah. I saw the illustration of the the leaky gut where it's like 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 you have holes in the you have these villi fingers like mm -hmm. in your gut and then it just develops like these little holes and things around there. And it's showing like these little particles just, you know, like plugging up or going through yeah. and, and getting into your, your blood. And so mm -hmm. that's really interesting because we don't really think about something from, and I mean, you know, that's something from your gut, man, that's something from your gut. Like, you know, yeah. when, when by the time something's in your gut, it's on its way out. It's not supposed to be staying in the body, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so Yeah. People, what are we doing to ourselves when we're eating all this sugar? We just don't know. We just don't know. Mm -hmm. So, have you um, have you had an experience where, like, you are? Were you? Did you ever? Did you come from yourself personally, like a, a sugar addicted background or anything like that? Or tell us so your let story. Me, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I am. I would like to say I'm recovered, but sometimes mm -hmm. there are still like little remnants and I, I do have yeah. the awareness now. Um, I am way, way better than I used to be about sugar. So my experience with sugar, it dates back to even middle school and high school. I mm -hmm. was really stressed as a student and you know, my way of coping was to buy junk food from the machines and I like yeah. the sweet stuff. Like I was eating sometimes four or five bags a day. You know, they had like the little brownies and, and yeah. stuff like that. And I wasn't conscious of it back then. You know, I didn't right. really think about my energy in middle school, high school, like, oh I'm right. fatigued because I'm eating all of this sugar. I didn't make the connection then. Right. And, right. and as I got older, um re not too long ago, like within the last year or so I once I started doing my training and my studies and I was coming across other holistic practitioners, I came across someone and I learned just so much about myself. And so I had this awareness that, okay, my body's feeling tired when I eat sugar, but wow. there was just something in me that couldn't stop. Like it was, I don't think it was like a matter of willpower because like yeah. I had a willpower for a little while. And mm -hmm. then after it's like I caved and I just binged. And when you eat refined sugar, like your it does something magical in the brain where you want more. Mm -hmm. And the more mm -hmm. you eat, 
it seems like it's not enough. You need to eat more, you know? Right. Right. That's that addiction because it's because sugar is so addictive. People don't really realize it. They're yeah. not, yeah. they don't understand. It's, it's like the new crack, basically. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. It is. It's so addictive. And, you know, we like we just had Halloween pass and everybody's mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, um, you know, it's it's like getting the, the kids with the, you know, trick or treat, give me some candy, you know, give me yeah. some candy, give me some candy. And and when and I, I said that, you know, I was I was I was chauffeuring some teenagers around and they were mm -hmm. commenting they were going to get um go into a, a sugar coma because they were going to have so much sugar, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> that's a real thing you know yeah. hey that's a real thing Scary. but they were talking about it they were joking about it and they're not the only ones everybody else is out there joking about that too mm -hmm. so yeah so so you're so you're recovering you're yeah. aware yeah. and i think awareness is a big thing because when you're aware then you can start to you can you can start down the process of really being mindful of it yeah and, and, and i really i really had a dig a lot deeper into mm -hmm. why I was eating that much sugar. You know, right. and for me, it was because of my emotions. I didn't know how to deal with my emotions. You know, being a writer, yeah, when, okay. when I feel emotional, I write. But sometimes when emotions, like even from trauma and stuff, they're stuck in the body, it might manifest as you using sugar to cope. Like all of these things yeah. manifest very differently. And so that's how it was manifesting for me as well. And I really had to do a ton of mindset work, you know, digging deeper, seeing why do I eat sugar around what times of the day do I eat it? Mm -hmm. And once I started doing that and practicing other things like mindful eating, which has been a huge game changer, it really helped. And I was able to gain my control over my sugar addiction. So like now, now I can go to a party, you know, I can see sugar all over around me and I don't right. feel like I need to eat the, the whole table. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can have it because I've developed this relationship with myself mm -hmm. that I understand, you know, food, it, it's sustenance and depending what I eat, yeah. I will feel a certain way. And I know if I have too much, I'm going to mm -hmm. feel tired and sluggish. And I don't like feeling tired and sluggish mm -hmm. around four o'clock. You know, I want to have some right. energy so I can go for a walk in the afternoon and exactly. maintain my energy throughout the evening too. Right. So you mentioned something there, um, mindful eating. What is that? Mm -hmm. So mindful eating in simple terms, it's eating with presence. Okay. I'll tell you what is not mindful eating. <laughs> this okay. might be easier. Okay. Okay. So examples of mindless eating. So opposite of mindful, you're driving in the car and you are eating your donut or your breakfast sandwich, whatever. So mm -hmm. you're not being mindful about it because your mind is not focusing on the taste and the textures and the flavors. Okay. Or the color. Um, another example, people, busy professionals, they, they eat at their work desk in front mm -hmm. of their computer or you're right. watching TV and you're eating. Think about when you go to the movies and you buy popcorn, right? Let's say you got yeah. like the medium to big bag. Right. Do you finish the whole bag of popcorn before half of the movie is through? <laughs> you just, okay, okay. I yeah, see that. So, so you're so just, a lot just, of it, yeah. A lot of it is mindless because the movie's here and you're just going like this, right? You're just eating but yeah. you're not really tasting the butter on the popcorn you're not really tasting okay. the crunch when you're chewing it each chew you know so that's right. why it's considered mindless and so when we practice mindful eating we're really connecting to the food so by eliminating distractions and and all of the external stuff mm -hmm. it's just you and your food and when you eat that way you feel fuller like quicker, you know, once you get used to it, okay. you're going to notice okay. if you were just eating mind, for example, if you were eating mindlessly, you're mm -hmm. more likely to overeat and not feel satisfied than if you practice mindful eating. Okay. Okay. So, so mindful, you're connecting with the food, mm -hmm. you're, you're present in the moment with yeah. your food and no yeah. distractions. Right. And then you also tune into your body um there's another thing called intuitive eating which allows you to tune into your body 
you know, mm -hmm. because sometimes you might think you're hungry, but really you're just dehydrated, you know, and if you drink water and you tune into your body, you can feel full. Mm -hmm. Yes, you that's, a, that's you're full or if you need to eat point. a snack or something, but it's all about going back to just trusting your body. And when we, when we're eating a lot of refined sugars and processed foods, you know, we're very far removed from all of the natural, the, the whole food. So like apples, oranges, mm -hmm. vegetables, you know, your eggplants, your broccoli and stuff like that. Think about right. it. When people overeat, do they eat an entire plate of like salmon or broccoli? No, they don't. They, mm -hmm. they reach for sugary stuff, processed stuff, you know, the chips, cookies, candies, um, yeah. cakes, stuff like that. Yeah. And usually yeah. when you're in an emotional state of mind, so if you're stressed, maybe mm -hmm. you had a breakup with your significant other, and now you have these emotions. So right. the easiest way to cope, which most people do, they reach for food because food triggers the pleasure center in your brain that mm -hmm. gets you that oh, nice feeling. You can relax. It's okay. Right. It's not sustainable. While right. it is a short-term fix, it is not sustainable. And if you continue going on that way, you know, for months mm -hmm. and years, you might be overweight or you might develop an eating disorder later on in life. Right, right. Oh, this is real. That's really, that's really good. That's really, that, that's really interesting. So you mentioned, um, you mentioned your book and that you, well, you mentioned you're a writer. Now, yeah. I know that you wrote a book. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break real quick and we'll come back. And when we come back, we want to discuss your book. Okay. All right. A change in diet and nutrition as a means of controlling and managing the blood glucose levels in the body is important for diabetic individuals. Also making wise choices regarding the foods you eat. It simply means that a well-planned and beneficial diabetic diet regime is one that involves limiting the intake of sweets and sugars, and that's where Some Sweet Plus can help. It can help you ensure that your sweet treats don't disturb your general carbohydrate count. Make and enjoy your sweet treats with Some Sweet Plus. I, I tried to stop eating sugar, but there was nothing that was good. Monk fruit, eh. Uh, Splenda, eh. Oh my God. Um, uh, xylitol, trots, um, <laughs> and erythritol, the cooling effect. How many batches of cookies did I ruin trying to use those things? Uh, everyone, nothing was good. So. I was like, there's gotta be something out there. There's gotta be something better. It's some sweet plus. It was magic. Oh my gosh, nobody could tell the difference. It was wonderful. Mute us there oh. and we can, <laughs> we can start talking again. So you, mentioned that you were a writer and and part of your writing was was healing for you was cathartic for you and and yeah. so tell us a little bit about about your writing and the things that you've written so yeah um i have two books like i mentioned earlier the first book it's a poetry book and it explores my journey through a really traumatic event in my life that affected my health physically mentally spiritually every single thing um mm -hmm. and as as a way of coping i started writing poems and i just like wrote a bunch of poems in a notebook and then one day i was talking to a friend and they were like why don't you write a book and i was mm -hmm. like hmm. <laughs> i never thought about it you know because right. i mean i was a former teacher i never thought i would have written a book <laughs> but I loved, I always loved reading, even when I was growing up and in school, I loved reading. Um, reading provided me with solace and I could travel that way and mm -hmm. have new experiences vicariously. And so I just, I was like, let me, do, let me see if I could do this. So okay. I started Googling, um, figuring out stuff. There was this other author who I would chat with on Instagram. She had written a poetry book actually. And I just did it like one day. Okay. I just did it. And I remember I had like 80 poems. And then I found out that 
with Amazon to publish on Amazon KDP platform, you need at least 100 pages. So I was like, oh man, like, do I really want to do this? So I had reached mm -hmm. out to her and she was very supportive and encouraging. And, you know, I muscled it out. I got 20 more poems in there. <laughs> and I have an extra one because instead of 100, I had 101 poems. So okay. I went a little bit above and beyond. Yes. <laughs> and it was very healing for me because when something really like affects your life that way um, mm -hmm. and you feel powerless mm -hmm. writing was so healing and it allowed me to heal and to see things from a different perspective and I think time also plays a role when you go through something right. that kind of like breaks your spirit and breaks your soul mm -hmm. there my my whole the whole point of the book is just to bring hope, you know, to people, no matter what you went through, if it was something similar to me, or right. another thing that broke your spirit, like you are mm -hmm. resilient. And, and a lot of the time we forget that, you know, but the human spirit is so resilient. Right, right. And right. I just wanted to remind people that, you know, I went through this. And there is always going to be hope for you too, you know, if you're going through the same thing or another thing. Right. And so right. in my book, I talked about, you know, things that I did that helped me like cooking and crafting and, and all of these like different therapies, like art and stuff like that, because mm -hmm. it's very powerful. Right, right. So that so that was with the poetry book. And you said you, you have a second book as well. Yes. So after I published my first book, I had people messaging me on Instagram and, and sharing their own personal experiences. So Okay. I started to notice a pattern and I'm like, okay, we need to really be talking about like taboo topics, especially relating to mental health and trauma and right. um, parenting and adverse experiences. So I had an idea and I was like, I could put them together. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to be my writing, but I right. can like make a post and um, have people like submit if they were interested and I ended up working with 67 contributors. Oh, wow. Who okay. Gave their story. And um, it was a huge undertaking for me that because there was a lot of things I didn't know. I didn't know I needed a legal agreement until one of them had asked me okay. about it. And I was like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> and then someone else connected me with a lawyer um, who was actually part of my writing group. And she was able to help me with that. So. Okay. When you have an idea, when you have a passion, mm -hmm. nothing will stop you. The universe will conspire. They will send people in your yes. path so that you can get it done. And yes. our book was published and um, we've been having these, what I call the curator and contributor series conversations okay. where um, mm -hmm. every other Saturday, my contributors and I will, will talk about what inspired their short story in a theme. And, you know, some of the themes like sexuality and, uh, you know, like I'm trying to remember of some of the other teams, like right now, like mental health, body image, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Like I'm Guyanese. So I come from the Caribbean and West Indian community where, mm -hmm. where, you know, like people think it's normal to say like, when they see you after five years, they'll be like, oh, you got that, like stuff like that. And it's right. so normalized. And just to be in a community of people that acknowledge, like they know that, okay, this is not right. And mm -hmm. we want to rewrite the narratives because the old right. narratives aren't serving us anymore. So it's time to really rewrite it and create mm -hmm. a new script. Right. And exactly. so I really wanted to destigmatize mental health because even in my own personal life you know there there was a period of my life where i did not have the best mental health and it affected me really deeply and mm -hmm. i couldn't really talk to anyone about it you know and just right. the whole thing going to therapy and stuff like that it was very healing and i like to tell people this therapy is the way of exploration it's a way mm -hmm. of getting to know yourself on a deeper level, why your behaviors are the way they are, mm -hmm. what triggers you, what right. childhood traumas or things you experienced that 
you did not heal and they're showing up in your life right now because when you go through life and you go through things and you suppress them they're going to come to the surface later in life you know you might be dating Eventually. someone yes. and find that they trigger you because right. it was from a past hurt in your childhood or when you were growing up right so, therapy it's it's an exploration of, of yeah. like the self and the soul Right. And, I, right. and I would recommend it to everyone, you know, <laughs> who yes. doesn't want to know themselves on such a deep yes. level? Yes. And we do. We do. We need to explore some things that we have, um, we suppressed that our mind has just closed the door on and you don't even know that there's this door and that there's something behind this door, you know, and, and, but somehow subconsciously you're 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 doing you're sabotaging yourself as someone said yeah you're doing things to yourself you're you know you're or you're letting stuff happen or you're doing things to other people just because of what's behind this door that you in your mind that you don't want to deal with so yeah that's yeah. very good that's very good and you mentioned the group so you you said you guys you all have these sessions so is is that are those sessions sessions that anybody can be a part of or how does that work um you mean the the conversations that i have with my contributors yeah you said you, you mentioned that there was um that you, you 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 all have this this back and forth or this kind of meeting is that a private meeting or is that something that's open to others um no no it's open to everyone because um i do it on my instagram so i go live on like okay usually usually it's a saturday if it's not a saturday uh i make flyers and let everyone know like what day of the week we're gonna be okay. talking so that they okay. can come and i post the replay as well so they can catch it if they didn't okay and just to see how you know it's been impacting people it's really rewarding because i'll get messages from people you know, like who've read the book and they're like, oh my gosh, I see myself represented. Like, thank you for like putting this together. And mm -hmm. it really just warms my heart. And I know that this book has a lot of potential because there is just so much hurt and so much intergenerational trauma um, right. within our families that are still presenting itself as, you know, sometimes it might be like anger or mm -hmm. a lot of unconscious beliefs that are still there that might not be right. necessarily true, you mm -hmm. know? Right, so right. Now, now I feel like we're really, we're questioning things because I'm, okay, for example, like another relative, you know, they might have been born in say like 1950 or 1960. So the way they did things back then is very right. different from now, you know, mm -hmm. they didn't really have therapy back then. Like, like who, who would they go to talk to about stuff? Like a lot of them, they right. just kept it within themselves. Just um, sucked it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And not having an outlet when you don't have an outlet to let things out and you bottle it you're the one that ends up suffering because it has nowhere to go except in here, right. you know? Right. And that right. stuff can affect you, not just mentally, but physically too, because our emotions, like when you don't let your emotions out, you know, mm -hmm. emotions, they say emotions, some emotions can turn into disease later in life. Yes, yes. That's a very, that's a very good point about emotions turning into disease and, and, and actually helping disease along, you know, because mm -hmm. part of that with, uh, with high emotions and all of that would cause high cortisol levels and inflammation right. in the body mm -hmm. and all of that. And then along with our bad eating habits, you know, yeah. all of that goes hand in hand. Yes. So there is so. a link. So emotions and food, they're, they're really linked in emotions and sugar. So when you're stressed, right, mm -hmm. your cortisol levels are elevated. And now right. you're going to reach for the cupcake or the candy to make you feel a little good. Right. And then you can really get caught up into that cycle. Yes. And depending on yeah. how long you're caught in the cycle, you know, you're going to start gaining weight and that's going to affect your body image because now you don't look like how you used to look five years ago. So right. It's physical and mental and it can even get to spiritual too. Yeah. So, so do you, in your, in your, in your practice, because being a holistic, uh, health coach, nutritional health coach, you touch on the spiritual aspect of things as well. Right. So you, you can, you, you deal with that. How do you deal with that when you come across people with, 
with all different sort of religious or spiritual backgrounds? How do you deal with that? How do you handle that? Yeah, so usually, um, you know, I would ask them if they have a spiritual practice, because again, my role as a um, holistic health coach is not to push any beliefs on any anyone, mm -hmm. right? Remember, mm -hmm. everything is non judgmental. I am their guide, I hold space for them. And right. just by me asking, you know, whether or not they have a spiritual practice, sometimes they might, and, and I'll learn a little bit about them too because having a spiritual practice you know it's a way of really keeping you grounded and keeping you centered you know just right. having belief in whatever the person believes in if they want to believe in the sky or god or the universe whatever they call mm -hmm. it right believing in something it keeps them grounded and it, and it gives them something to to like to not um I'm trying to think of how to say it like they, they can remain still, you know, remain still mm -hmm. and centered despite right. whatever external factors and chaos is going out. Outside. Right. So they right. can keep inside here still. And so what well, spiritual practices, what it does, it do, it helps to bring you back to the present, bring you back to to your your inner being and get you connected that way. Just by it doesn't matter what you're connecting to. Everyone wants to feel connected. You know, we, we have relationships with people, friendships, whether it's uh, relationships with your parents, your, your colleagues, friendships and stuff like that, because connection, connection takes us very far and having community is essential to, you know, longevity and your overall happiness, because when you're not connected, you start to feel lonely, you feel isolated. And then that can lead to other mental health related stuff. Right, right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a, a quick break real quick and, um, and we'll be right back just after this. And we'll continue on talking with our special guest, Tiffany Manbode. All righty, just one moment, we're taking a break. Acquiring diabetes simply indicates that you should put an end to the consumption of sweets. Even though diabetics are prevented from eating sweets, experts agree that occasional intake of sweets will do no harm. The major concern is in ensuring that sweets are taken in controlled quantities, and that's where Some Sweet Plus can help you ensure your sweet treats don't disturb your general carbohydrate count. Make and enjoy your treats with Some Sweet Plus. We're back. back. So yes, yes. So as we are rounding it up here, I am really enjoying this conversation. Everybody out there, if you're enjoying this conversation, come on, give us a round of applause. Yes, because I am really enjoying this. Um, I'm learning so much, um, you know, and I hope everyone else out there is learning, you know, so um, uh, some different things. I So we want to get into um, your more about where we can find you want to know your your instagrams your facebook youtube yeah. whatever it is that you got all of your social medias you got to tell us <laughs> where we will be able to find you how people can connect with you if someone wants to um to book a consultation with you hopefully they you know um you can give them a little bit of outline about maybe some of that and how that would go and how, mm -hmm. how you start out with the with the consultation and things like that. So just share that with us so we can get all of your information. So people, oh, and do you have your book? Because what is the name of your book? I do. It's on my shelf, but it's, it's a little distance from me right now. Okay. If, I reach, if I reach over, I'm not going to be in this frame anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So everybody, what I will do is I'm going to, it's going to be in the, in the cards and because I didn't upload a picture of that, I didn't, I didn't upload a picture, but we're going to, I'm going to put it in the cards in the show notes so that you'll be able to see your book and a link for the book where everybody can go and get it. What's the name, what's the title of your book? If you might share that with us, both of them so that people can look Sure. So the first book is called Forget Me Not. And the second book is titled Blooming Through Adversity. Okay. So Blooming Through Adversity, that is the book that where you had the 67 women come and join you in telling their stories of, of trauma. Mm -hmm. And 
and overcoming their their adverse experiences. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. And so, where can we um, where can we find you? The your tell us about your practice. How how they can connect with you, um, and maybe just a, just a hint about maybe the the start of the consultation practice, the part of it, or how okay. that goes. Sure. So, um, the best way to connect with me, you know, is through Instagram. My handle is the holistic heroine. Yeah, I know it sounds a little weird, but <laughs> a heroine is someone who saves the day, you know, and I wanted to do just that. So the holistic heroine, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Facebook as Tiffany Mandold. And I also have just built out, I'm putting together this community because I want to create a community of like powerful boss women, and just help okay. them to live their best life through like, healing the relationships with food and stress. And okay. so the name of my community is Busy Business Women's Health and Healing Circle. It's a private Facebook group. Okay. And, you know, in that group, I share recipes and tips and tricks, hacks, a bunch of different information and tools that they can integrate to their lifestyle to feel okay. more vibrant. Okay. And so going back to contacting me, you know, in Instagram, it's the best way. And I also in my bio, there are links, there is um, a Calendly. So if you're interested in a health consultation, I do have complimentary 30 minute health consultations. If you're interested, um, you know, if you're really struggling with like sugar cravings, or you're fatigued, or your energy is low, or you're really, really stressed out, and you feel like you're gonna lose all your hair. <laughs> I'm a person to see. So yeah, so during a health consultation, you know, it's like an exploratory session. A lot of people, what I've been noticing is that for the first time, they might say stuff that they hadn't noticed was going on in their life. So it really does bring a lot into their awareness. And uh, I usually have them fill out a health history form prior to the 30 minute call, just so I can see, you know, what's going on, what's what's bothering them, what's like from their health perspective, um, what do they want to work on? And then we we dive into that in the in the 30 minute health consultation call. And okay. if they choose to, you know, if they want to work with me, we'll we'll go further after that. But I mean, you really have nothing to lose. It's a, it's, a, it's free. It's 30 minutes. <laughs> the right. health consultation. <laughs> even if you think you have nothing wrong with your health, mm-hmm. have a consultation with me because I'm pretty sure we might find something you didn't even know that was wrong. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So there it is, everyone. You can get a free health consultation. So I'm going to put all that information in the um, in the show notes and in the cards and on the podcast. It'll be there so you guys can go and get a free health consultation. It doesn't cost you anything and you might learn something about yourself that you did not even know that you had going on. So, yes. So, I mean, that, that, that's great. That's great. So take advantage of that and go pick up the book is blooming through adversity. Correct. Go get the book. And so that you can, so you're not alone. There's so many, you're, you're not there. I know it feels like sometimes that when you've gone through something in your life, that it's only you and nobody else, this could not have possibly happened to anyone else. And that's, that's really not true. What I went through may not be the exact same thing, but it may be something similar enough to where just to somebody else relaying their story and sharing their story, it can make a huge impact on you so that you feel like you're not all by yourself. Mm-hmm. And Tiffany has done a great job with bringing 67 stories. Well, and that's enough to touch on, you know, something, a little bit of something for everybody to, yeah. to, to get healing and to get help. So thank you for doing that. That's, that's great. That's a great thing right there. So is there anything else in our closing minutes here? Because we have like, we have a few minutes left. Anything else that you would want to share with us uh, today? Any parting words, any last words that you want to leave with us for today's broadcast? So being that, you know, we're in November, we have less than two months 
and then we're going to greet a new year. Mm -hmm. And I just want to remind everyone to prioritize your health because your health is the foundation to everything that you do. If you don't have your health, you know, you might not be able to go to work mentally. You might not feel your best. Your health mm -hmm. is the goal. Like your health is well. So yes. take, take care of it physically, yes. mentally, spiritually, just to be, be mindful and prioritize that. Be mindful of your health. Those are some great words, everyone. And I know that we know that the holiday seasons um, tend to make people feel really sad and depressed mm -hmm. and all of that. Be So what we took our takeaway from today is mindful eating. Be present when you're eating. Be present with your food. Taste it. Slow down and taste it and actually feel the textures and all of that stuff and mm -hmm. enjoy your food and then take care of your mental health. Yes. 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 T Tiffany, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been great. This has been awesome. Everyone go get her book, Blooming Through Adversity. You can get it on Amazon. And the title of your other book again? Forget Me Not. Like the Forget flower. Forget Me Not. Like the flower. Yes. So those are a, a book of poems that you can go and support Tiffany, support the work that she's doing and, and um, if you want to get a free consultation, you can find her on Instagram. Give your Instagram handle again. The Holistic Heroine. The Holistic Heroine. So everyone, go and check her out. Check her out. And I just, everyone, just say with me or give her a round of applause. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Tiffany, for sharing with us today. We appreciate you so much. And everyone, until next time, we're going to just wrap it up there. Again, if you want to get some sweets, you can go over to the website, swmswet.com, and get some sweet. Till next time, everyone. You know how we do. And we are. <laughs>well that's it for today's broadcast want to thank you all for tuning in go ahead and give us a thumbs up if you like this type of content also comment and subscribe to all of our social medias peace and blessings